35 minutes past the hour. Rick and Bubba Show, thank you for being with us today. Ancestry.com slash Bubba. Look, we, we, they, they've aligned with the program and really a great idea. And now they've become a, you know, a new sponsor um, at the beginning of this year. Uh, or was it the end of last year? I can't remember. But they've been with us uh, for a short period of time. But, boy, the response has been great. And I'll tell you what, it's a, it's a lot of fun. And you can find out the origin of your family. Uh, if you'd like to, to think about maybe this would be something we could do, you know, Thanksgiving, Christmas, uh, according to what states you live in, you may or may not uh, be uh, encouraged to gather, or maybe you just make that own de- your own decision. There's a concept that we decide for ourselves. How about that one? Uh, but anyway, um, that you, you can't get together like we have been able to even last year. Uh, so why don't you uh, go to Ancestry.com slash Bubba. This could be a lot of fun. There's a holiday sale going on. Uh, and you, you can uh, look into your family's origin together as a family, even remotely. So Ancestry.com slash Bubba for an Ancestry gift today, or go to RickandBubba.com. You'll find it there under the Sponsors button as well. To the phones we go, standing by is Tom out of Hoover. Tom, um, Tom, welcome to Rick and Bubba listening to ZZK. What's on your mind, buddy? Hey, guys, one shout-out to my YouTubers on YouTube. Love you. Also, Parlor has now gotten number one, y'all. It is number one. Dan Bongino said there's a glitch this weekend if y'all had trouble signing on because they're starting to process the uh, parlays now. And I thought, well, that's why we went to Parlor because you weren't going to be censored. But I don't know what the processing uh, glitch is, so maybe they're going to work on that. So, well, yeah, when I, I heard when I heard someone being interviewed when they were first talking about it, I heard a pretty in-depth interview about it. They said that they're they're not going to like let people come on and and say I'm on, say right. I'm on, I'm going to kill somebody right or right, you know right, right, or put yeah. together terrorists and so they what they have is almost like a jury of just citizens in America that 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 are making sure these things as they go through but they are not going to stop you from just giving your opinion even if your opinion right. is racist even if your opinion is uh, you know uh, you're a, you're a communist. You know that we're not going because and see if you don't if you if you always want to look for whether it's accomplishing what it was supposed to accomplish, it's now being demonized yeah. by the left. The, the now the left to say, well, here comes Parler, and you know what they're going to oh, say? CNN <laughs> called it a threat to democracy. A threat to mm-hmm. the, and you know why? Because guys, it, in this country, it was designed. Don't you want to know who the Proud Boys are? I do. I want to know exactly how they feel, and I want to know what they believe. So I can oppose them. Mm-hmm. Don't you want to know what the communists of our country really want? I mean, the most awful people in this country. None of us in this in this constitutional republic have were promised a world where we never heard opinions or heard things that bothered us. You know, this is why we don't critically think anymore. Right. You know, this is why we're duped when we don't understand what somebody really is because we were never allowed to see who they really are. And what Parler said is, yes, there's going to be things that people say on here that we find repulsive, and you will too, but they have the right to say it, and you need to know it. And uh, then, we're, Rick, we're, we're not going to limit people's um, discussions on what they believe. Now, we're not going to let you do criminal things. Right. But outside of that, it's, it's wide open. And like you say, you, once you hear and see these things, you can make your own decision about what they are and if you want to be involved with it or not. I mean – that, I thought that's kind of how it's always worked. Right? Like, like, like for instance, I was glad one time I was talking to someone, and and you know, I, I it was kind of in that you know that that stage where you're trying to get to know somebody and all this, and kind of a new friendship kind of thing, kind of testing that. And all of a sudden, you know, finally, the person <laughs> exposed that they were a flat earther. 
I'm glad I knew that. <laughs> and, and, and when and I look back I'm, away, I'm sitting there at that lunch, and in the back of my head, I said, "Okay, well, let me tell you something. That just that's a game changer right there." Yeah. And uh, mm-hmm. you know, when I when I'm looking at the calendar of time available for those that are in the friend circle, mm-hmm. uh, I'm I'm afraid flat earthers cannot get in. <laughs> Not a big window there. <laughs> Out. To the guy's point, uh, according to the Wall Street Journal, the the user base more than doubled to 10 million in under a week. This was to, this is an article for two days ago. It says they only have 30 people currently on staff, and they have had just a flood of new signups and hard. Hey, when you only have 30 people on staff and have to keep up with yeah. five, 10 million. Well, you, you know, yeah. you, you know what well, you it's could just do. like we were Tall saying. Task. Why why wasn't there a conservative version? Why wasn't they somebody who thought different than the Silicon Valley guys that were already there? And mm-hmm. and that's what you got. And people are the free market's loving it. Yeah. yeah, and that's what they were saying is we're not one way or the other. We're just a we're going to tell you what we are. We, we're just a common. They're going to be a platform. Yeah, we're yeah. a platform. You come on here and you you talk and say whatever you want to, even if where our political views aren't going to be part of this. Yeah. Uh, let's go to Ed in North Carolina. But you know what they did? You can tell that they lean conservative, though, because they actually started their business small, and they didn't have a payroll that they couldn't handle, and they right. watched their overhead, and they'll actually end up doing well because they, they'll actually know how to do business. How, how about yeah. this? For Just think about this. A conservative company with conservative values probably don't have this if conservatives doesn't lose. They don't have this – Success. Well, in, in Twitter, not, well, not it, today. It, it might have taken a little longer. Yeah, but and, and Twitter revealed themselves for who they right. really are. Yeah. And as someone said, they used the restroom in their nest. Yeah. Mm-hmm. They did. I, I said that in a very delicate way. <laughs> you yeah. did. Yeah. Could have said it differently on Parliament. Yeah. But I mean, you yeah. could have. Uh, <laughs> no one would have censored you. And <laughs> in North Carolina, Ed, go ahead. Hey guys, how y'all doing this morning? Fired right. up, just ready. I hear. I hear. So, uh, I'm, I'm 21 years old, you know, and I've got a son on the way in January. And, uh, yesterday y'all were talking about vaccines and, uh, everything that goes along with it. Now, Rick, you said you were pretty well versed in vaccines and the effects it has on children. Yes. Could you, uh, kind of expound on that as I'm going forward in this process? Well, we, we, you know, one of the things that we were looking into and, and there have, I'm just saying there's been a lot of people that, that said that they think that their children had, uh, were affected. Uh, by vaccines in a negative way when it comes to the autism spectrum. And uh, so, right. you know, obviously when we were having babies and, and all this kind of stuff during that time, we started looking into it too. And and personally, just look, you know, th- there has never been no one who said we officially draw this line from this to that. But I always try right. to I always try to encourage people to stay in the common sense zone. Uh, I'm not mm-hmm. anti-vaccines. I, I, what they've done for our country and what they've done for diseases is pretty well documented. Incredible, by yeah, the way. But, but, but what I am not for is being reckless with vaccines. And and I yeah. think and I think um, I remember the first time we asked the question: Why is our baby that is newborn getting a vaccine for some sort of hepatitis that is transferred uh, by sexual intimacy? Uh, and you know, right. and what we kept kind of being told was: Well, we have to go ahead and get all these things done because parents don't do a good job of bringing their kids back for boosters and yeah. this kind of stuff. But, but yet the baby's brain has not really fully developed. Uh, and, right. and, and maybe and their immune system, yeah, right. an immune system. So maybe it's better for us to do the vaccines, but do them when the child is older, uh, you know, when, uh, and, and those kind of adjustments, I, I'm not saying don't give your child vaccines and don't, don't hear me saying that, oh, yeah, no, it, but, but what I'm saying Absolutely. is ask questions, be smart about it. Do do your research, 
and uh, and I, I'm I'm a fan of the child being older. I'm a fan of them being broken up like they used to be, you know, and not all given in one. I, I think one, that that may be the key is to spread them out a little bit, right? Because because right, we, that's, it, yeah, yeah. I know I know too many stories, and and you just don't know. It may or may not affect. I know too many stories uh, that that where a child was was perfectly healthy, had the vaccine, started running a high fever, which can happen sometimes, but the fever got higher. Uh, that child ended up developing, having some developmental delays, uh, having some things that put them in the autism spectrum. But then they went and started getting right. treatments, you know, because if it's genetic, then a treatment shouldn't help you. Right. Uh, but then, yeah. but then they right. started getting treatments, and certain, suddenly the child started talking. Suddenly the child. Uh, started uh, being, uh, you know, uh, high, more high functioning, mm-hmm. and that really shouldn't happen if it was just some genetic spin of the the will of of, of autism. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? So, uh, so Absolutely. yeah. Right. And sometimes it's not that. Sometimes there's negative effects to the to the digestive system, uh, which also right. will affect you know the cloudiness of your mind. We've we've been known for years the mm-hmm. ties of the digestive system to your mental clarity. Uh, and you know, even yeah. in older you know people, there's many. You, if you have an elderly grandfather or, or mother or whatever, uh, or, or dad, and sometimes they start acting like they're in the early stages of dementia, then you find out they have a urinary tract infection, yeah. uh, and then they solve yeah. then they solve that, and suddenly their their mind's clear right. again. Isn't it amazing I, yeah. how that ties together? So, so really all is. of this is all of it's important. I'm just saying, let's be as safe with vaccines as we possibly can. Don't be reckless, and do not think that you cannot ask questions uh don't let anybody don't let anybody shut your mouth and say oh you are you one of these vaccine wackos you're like no no i'm just asking questions (laughs) about the it's your child and you need to be aware and you need to say i want my child to be vaccinated in the safest way possible and i'm not going to just take any take any shot that comes down the pike any way you want to give it to them and and let me underline what rick just said is not anti-vaxxer Right, no. he is he is no. pro education no. on the issue. Yeah, that can be reckless. There was a story way. on the news last night about over vaccinating pets. Right, I yeah. mean it's just yeah. <laughs> it's amazing technology. But let's 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 be smart. Well, be I would smart. say this: if you're concerned about over vaccinating your pet, at least have that same view of your child. You're right, right, uh, and uh, and just be smart with it. And, and let's do it the best way we can. The medical community has made mistakes in the past because they're human beings. But and that doesn't mean that uh, that they don't do great work. But it also doesn't mean they're perfect. And yeah, those uh, vaccines have saved literally millions of no lives. No question. And you just gotta, you just don't want a, a little bit's good, so a whole lot's better. Yeah. We'll be back. More Rick and Bubba next. Rick and Bubba. Rick and Bubba. Minutes to the top of the hour, the Rick and Bubba show, 866-WE-BE-BIG. Hey, check rickandbubba.com today. Uh, the, the final, it'll be the final installment. We'll, we'll complete the trilogy of the How to Be a Man 40-Day devotionals uh, that are available at manchurch.com. Uh, we, we had two of those that have come out over the years, 40-Day devotionals. The next one will be out, and it'll ship in January. Uh, Andy Blanks and I have gathered with uh, a, a group of writers and put together the latest 40 Day devotional, and this is in that How to Be a Man uh, trilogy. The last one in the uh, trilogy will be, what does it mean to be a disciple? What What is that? I mean, how, do, how what does that even mean? So we take eight of those concepts, five days on each one, uh, discovering what it means to be a disciple. If you want to pre-order that, we have that set up for you in show notes today uh, on all of our social media platforms, on my social media too. 
howtobeamanpresale.com. Rick, why would I want to do that? Well, you'll get an autographed copy for the person, and, they'll, and we'll give you a gift card you can give them at Christmas to say this is coming to you in January, and it will be autographed, and I'll sign all the ones that do that. Uh, and our cutoff day um, for you to have that in is uh, we on this, as we're sending cards, we can do this really because you can print it out. We can do this all the way up to a few days before Christmas. So anyway, howtobeamanpresale.com. If you'd like to get a signed copy, there's an adult version and a youth version, as always, uh, and that's available to you today. All right, let's go to this guy. And what's that? <laughs> I got to tell you a funny email I got in the break. said, here is one thing I think we all can agree on. The vaccine coming out for COVID, let's test it on politicians first. Amen. If they survive, the vaccine is safe. If they don't, the country is safe. <laughs> Somebody say amen. Uh, Georgia, Charles says he's an IT guy, Bubba, and he can talk about this. Is it Dominion? Dominion. Is that what it's called? Dominion, yeah. All right, Charles, you're on, buddy. Go ahead. Yes, uh, this Dominion software, and by, by the way, thanks for your show. Always enjoy it. Thank you. Um, on this Dominion software, having been in IT for many years, we had the, somebody from uh, in from the Georgia Secretary of State come down at our county and show us how the new machines would work and all that sort of stuff. And the problem is uh, you go in, you, when you go to vote, you go to the screen, you select the people you want, and then it prints out a card, and on the card it has all of your selections, but then it has this Q, QR code down at the bottom. Mm-hmm. There's nothing to say that that QR code matches what actually is printed on the face of the card where your candidates are printed. There's right. nothing to say that that works. The second step was then you take this card to another machine which reads the QR code, okay, and how do you know that there hadn't been some percentage not put in uh, that machine? Having been in IT, I mean, I can print something in, on, a, on a sheet of paper, then I can print a code on that same sheet of paper that doesn't match anything that's on that sheet of paper. Right. So the problem is with these machines is that the, the programming can easily be changed to do whatever you want to. Say maybe you want a certain percentage of mm-hmm. whatever, let's say, goes to candidate A, uh, you, you're going to say, well, the certain percentage is maybe 10%. Every 10% in that machine notices when you do A, it changes the QR code to go to candidate B. Yeah, see, I Charles, heard about this. I'm glad to hear you say that because I wondered if that was accurate or not. Charles, but let me ask yes, you this. In, in, in all yeah. fairness, it, any software could be manipulated on the inside that, that to make it do oh, whatever you wanted to do. So at some point, we have to have someone that we trust verify the software is doing what it's supposed to do, and then go with it, right? That is correct. And I had sent a letter to our Secretary of State before our voting actually began some several months ago when I first learned of this. And I said, why don't we, during election time, then take uh, have somebody select a random group of the counties but, and put them in sections so that we would select one out of the Atlanta area because Atlanta is trying to rule the whole state of Georgia, so to speak. Oh, yeah, right. And, yeah, and and have a selection of counties. And what we do in those counties is before we release any results, we verify from what's actually printed by the names, not the QR code, that it's be, have to be manually counted or a machine that maybe can read those codes. In other words, you audit it, audit it as you go. That is correct. And if those and if those uh, don't match up, then the election is no good. Yeah, it, it would be but like I in a product in a production line. They're going to pull a few things off, and they're going to carry them to the lab and test them. And if they don't match up to the specifications, they pull the whole lot off the line and start over. Mm-hmm. And you're saying That's basically correct. do that with the vote as a way of checking it. 
That's correct. Otherwise, how, we don't know if it's correct. Right. You're right. Charles, let me ask you this. What, Dominion, what, what, is, what operating system does it work on? I I do not know. I have to be honest with you. I do not know. Um, I know it's. I, I have been told, and from my son who has done a lot of research on it, it's a Soros company. Okay. Yeah. Well, I keep hearing so, that too, and I heard that it's uh, that the votes and the tabulations are sent overseas, and all, I mean, there's just so much. No, stuff no, I don't out there think that they're it. that. No, you don't think no, that's, that's but, accurate. See, for no, every I, I, for every true story, there's three. Yeah, not true. That's and what it, I'm saying. And it you gets hear us all, all this crazy stuff. And you just write it all off and you don't want to but, pay it. Or you believe it all. Charles, are are the machines hooked to the internet so that the parent company can send updates and patches to them at will? Yes, they can be. Well, I mean, right there is a is an open door for fraud. Yeah. I, yeah. And uh and well, I mean, it, it, the, our problem is who are we going to get to write the software? Right. To make sure that it works properly, who are we going to get? And who's going to, to check do the it? Auditing process, right. Right. right? right. Yeah, and it, I mean, if it's not done, we have no depend. Because actually, I would almost prefer we used to have voting machines that you would go in, pull a lever, cur- shut the curtain behind right. you, yeah. and you pulled tabs down. You know? Yeah, I remember that. I'd almost, and even though I'm in IT, to me, IT has been used for some mighty, mighty mean things. You know. And uh, I would almost prefer to go back to that and not have IT involved at all. Let me ask you this, too, uh, Charles. Uh, I'm about to open up a can of worms here, but I, I want to ask a couple questions. Open, we're running out of time, so open it up. Go ahead. No, go ahead. I want to rethink mine. Go well, ahead. I, he, I think he just answered my question because I was – well, maybe not. I, he said what he would want to do. Does he see – do you, sir, see us at any point in time, next four years, eight years – uh, we'll go 12, where we're sitting from our home and voting for these elections. That's, that can be a possibility, but the controls have got to be put in place to verify that that's who it is. Sure. More yeah. security. So, Charles, more security. Hey, Charles, let my me phone ask you has to have a face ID for it to have been unlocked. I know. Walked on the moon 50 years ago. I know. <laughs> uh, right, Rick. Here's the thing. I know we don't want. We want less government. I get that, and I agree with that. Absolutely. We, but I think for president of the United States, we have to have some kind of system that's united, a front, that we all use. Arizona can't use the same. I mean, they can't use something different than Georgia. Texas can't use something different than Maine. We've got to have one system. It ought to be as easy as us. Our face, we have, we're, our face prints are everywhere. Our fingerprints are everywhere. Well, to your point, Why we, 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 we as Americans, well, we as Americans said there are limited things that the federal government can and can't do. Everything else goes to the state. Maybe this is one that well, we need to go back and put up. And we the, can put, what is it, a, a gang of eight or gang of 12 or gang of Silicon Valley and parlor and get them in a room together and have checks and balances and figure this out. It's just strange to me that we can do banking over the Internet. And, I mean, people's IDs get stolen sometimes, but it's usually because of the mail and and all those other things. I mean, it's fairly secure. To me, it would be easier to check fraud if we were all doing it online. I, I, I don't know. Top of the hour. Rick and Bubba, Rick and Bubba. Two men who warned you that soccer would destroy the country. Rick and Bubba. Not looking good, America, and we warned you. 
A brand new hour has begun uh, from the broadcast plaza and teleport. 866-WE-BE-BIG. And we thank you for being with us today. Speedy, the real Greg Burgess, Helmsy, Eddie Van Adler, the gang's all here. Team Rick and Bubba moving forward. Thank you for being with us. Welcome back. Bill Bubba Bussy. Hey, Bussy. Rick, glad to be here, and thank all of you for spending a few hours with us each and every day. Moving right. off, and we'll keep keep updating on the election thing, I'd like to explain, <clears throat> if I could, to our, to our lefty friends out there about why there are some people that are concerned about how this election went down. Kind of like y'all were back on Bush Gore and all the different lawsuits and all, all the stuff that went on to December 12th. Here, here's a way for or the resist movement, Rick, led by Hillary after the last yeah, election. Yeah, the resist. You know, she they, said just resist. Here, here's why, and it may turn out there's nothing to it, but here's why people are wanting to check it out. Let's just use, like Rick and Bubba, the show has done for years. Let's use a simple analogy, okay? Let's say that, that just periodically you kept noticing, Bubba, you would walk in and I would be in your office and then I would kind of scurry out. And you were like, well, Rick, you good? Yeah, I'm good, man. Just in here looking around. Okay. And then all of a sudden, you get multiple times, you kept coming by, and and you kept noticing that I was in your office. And one time you came in, and I was in your closet. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then I, then I came out, and I said, hey, man, that not, nothing to see here. Just uh, And all of a sudden, I started telling Speedy, Helms, Greg, and Adler. Now, look, I just want to warn you all. Bubba's going to accuse me of stealing something out of his office. <laughs> And he's going to accuse me of stealing something. And when he does, I mean, this is just him being Bubba. You know, you know how he, you know, he's going, you know how he is. Well, wouldn't you kind of think we saw you in and out of office, Bubba's office all the time, and you kept telling us that Bubba's going to accuse you of stealing something from his office. And then, sure enough, Bubba comes out and says, "Hey, there was stuff on my desk that's gone, and I think Rick stole it. I think we at least need to look into it." Would that not be something that would be reasonable? It, but and see, see, so if you're the Democratic Party. And you've been uh, uh, calling Trump illegitimate for four years. We've caught you multiple times trying to remove him on things that were false. And then you kept telling us, hey, just heads up. And in, in this election, when he loses, uh, he's going he's gonna to refuse to leave and claim that, it's there, that we all cheated. Well, yeah. Well, so you guys have basically told us what was going to happen, and we've busted you trying to get rid of him for four years we we got some questions, and I, and, I, and I think they're reasonable. And that may turn out to be nothing to them, but stop acting aghast like how goofy I would look. Why is Bubba accusing me of stealing stuff I was on? <laughs> well, we caught you in there multiple times, and then you told us he was going to accuse you of stealing something. Wouldn't you, wouldn't you think that that's a little fishy? Yeah. yeah. Uh, okay. you, it was called the appearance. Right. Yeah. yeah. So anyway, uh, we were talking about this parlor thing, and, and God love you, Speedy. Sure. You know, as we, as we all, and we're thankful for our parents, those of us that our parents are still with us as we all get older. But as your parents get older and, you know, like I will tell you, my, my mom is watching us on YouTube probably right now. She's, she's gotten somewhat savvy mm-hmm. with all this yeah, technology. Oh yeah. yeah. But now I'm not really, I'm not sure she's ready to set herself up a, a Twitter, Instagram, and parlor account. Now she's got her an Instagram. Right. And, right. A, and a Facebook. I yeah. think she's got her a Facebook. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But I understand that your dad called on you for, he's ready to move, to get over to parlor. <laughs> he did. He called mm-hmm. me. He don't want to be um, left behind. Right? He, he called me and, and just like all parents, hey, I don't mean to bother you. You know, Dad, oh, yeah. you're not bothering oh, yeah. me. You can call me anytime. Well, I know you're busy. Yeah, I, you right. That one? Right. I yeah. know you're busy. Hey, I, I know, mm-hmm. I know you're busy, and I'm sorry. Everything okay? <clears throat> How y'all doing? Mm-hmm. Okay. Mm-hmm. And look, um, I saw where you, your mom did. 
saw where you tweeted out that <laughs> that you've also got a parlor account, mm-hmm. you know, with the the same username and all this kind of stuff. And and yes, sir, uh, a lot of the show has, and the show did. Yes, uh, yes. How did you do that? Mm-hmm. And I said, Uh-oh. well. Um, you, you are you are you asking because that's something you want to do? You know, my dad now he has taken to Twitter. He's 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 quite the follow. Mm-hmm. He he does yeah. an amazing job. I get a lot of emails from some of you that follow him. You love uh-huh. it, and he's like, I, I think I want to go over to par. Uh, is it par parlor? Is it not parlay? No, sir. It's no, parlor. Not that argument. You know, yeah, yeah. I said, but you send a parlay when you go to parlor, and that's that's like a tweet. They could have picked a better name, guys. Right. Let's just yeah, call it. Really let's confusing. Just, let's just say it out loud. Yeah, and yeah. I and he I said, wish it was called Omega. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. He said, "Well, is it hard?" And I'm like, "Well, I got to tell you, Dad, it's it's not hard setting up the account, but you, yeah, you got some steps." And I said, "Not only that, just." You know, you're used to certain buttons, and and I don't know about y'all. I've just hit buttons, going. I wonder what this means. I will you tell know? you this. I know, I know that I'm sending. Yeah. I know that I'm sending messages out, right? And I know they're out there, but I have no idea to check the status of them or how's it going. <laughs> I, I, it. I, I can't tell if anybody's saying anything back. I, right. I don't. I don't know what's going on. Right. He goes. Well, I'm but not- I know they're going out. I'm kind of interested in setting <laughs> one up, son. I mean, how do you think that's going to work? And I was like, well. Um, could mom maybe FaceTime me and and like oh, show maybe. your screen and uh-huh. then maybe we could we could work that way? Well, no, mom kind of started trying to set me up one. She just got frustrated and, and put down her phone. And mm-hmm. I was like, "Wow, so you're Rick, uh, you know?" Uh, and, and and so where I'm at now is trying to figure out how to do this. Now, for those of you that do not know, my dad is visually impaired. He lost the majority of his eyesight years ago, and how he functions now—he he could run around a block. He's—he uh, just can't see, you know. And uh, it's amazing what he can do. My mom, on the other hand, she's kind of gotten tech savvy. Did you but, say he can run around the block? I mean, you know what I'm saying. She, he's right, physically, sure. he's fine. Oh, I was talking. About you know, he, he could, just wouldn't know what block he was on. Right? Yeah, right, he just have to have a little help. Right. You yeah, know. Yeah, get, um, yeah. But my mom gets very frustrated with technology. Okay, to where she just wants to, she just is, is going to push away. I understand that. If it gets too difficult, she's I like, know, "That's it, I I'm know, out." I know that emotion. Yeah, and so I'm not sure how this is going to work, but he wants to set up his parlor account so he can parlor and tweet, and and so now I don't know what to do because with COVID, I can't just bop up at, be bop up in the house and go, "Hey, here I am. Let me let's sit down together and do this." So, um, <clears throat> any suggestions? Helms, help out here. Uh, so can I set up a parlor account for someone else if I know their email and all that and shoot it out there? Correct. Yeah, I can. Okay. And it said dup- – uh, Now, the something- only thing I don't like about – because I've had to – I had to set up Rick and Bubba yesterday or, or back in August, and then mm-hmm. I set up one for the either Burgess Ministries or Man Church yesterday, and I got frustrated with it because you have to tie a cell phone number to it, first mm-hmm. of all. That's right. So if you've got, got multiple there. accounts that you're managing, like, for instance, um, I've had to use my wife's cell phone for, I think, the man church, and I use Braden's cell phone for you. Burgess Ministries, and I, I used my cell phone, I think, for Rick and Bubba. And you know the problem so, with that, because I've had to deal with that too, is sometimes you get in an issue where you need to verify or something, yes. and they're going to send it to well, that number, which you don't have I strategically oh, yeah. had, it, yeah. I had yeah. to wait yesterday in setting this up till the kids got home, until Amanda got home, to say, I need your phone for a second. Yeah. Um, and so... That's one thing. The other thing I don't like the way they're doing this with the uh, the display name and the other name. Like they're trying to tie it more to your email address, and they won't allow you to use certain things. And that's a 
that's fine with Rick and Bubba. I was able to pull it off. But some of these others, the Man Church, yeah. Burgess Ministries, it's uh, I, I'm finding it quite frustrating. Yeah, yeah, we don't really want an email up there for that. We'd rather just be the name of it. Yeah. I don't. So, and, so do I go into where it, it, you see the little person in the top left and you click on it and yeah. it says switch members? Would that be where if I wanted to go ahead and create? Here's the problem, though. I can create That's if an you account. Got probably multiple but now he's got a, on there. He's got a maneuver. So I mean, but what I'm saying is, if I could, if I made him an, uh, uh, be a member and and have mm-hmm. his his account going, mm-hmm. yeah, I guess is that what I would use to do that to set him up? Just switch members, and then when you switch members, it's just add person. Yep. That's do it that way. Yeah, either. I think that's what now, I'm gonna now do. Now that being I, I, said, I don't know if from that step you, that you can create it. You may have to actually log out of yours, but I'm not real <laughs> sure to create a new account. Now, right. if you've already got an account signed up and you want to add, then that you can do that. Yeah, but but maybe it, log you may out can. And I, I, I've not had to do that. Yet. So I've got to get him to download the app. Oh, okay, and <laughs> then I got to get the information to him and and help him maneuver. I, I think you just need know. to set up his account. Period. But how does he? But then he's got a parlay, right? You then you send him the link to download the app. Here's your login, right? And, but you're gonna have to use somebody else's cell phone number. I guess you could use his. Oh no, yeah, I can set that up. It's just now. How does he see what the is stuff this he has to do? Your mom has to read. Yeah, it well, to he him. no. He, what he does is he'll pull the glasses Please don't down. Miss, don't miss he'll this. pull the glass. It's amazing. He'll pull the glasses down, and he's like. And and he just he gets the screen to a certain color to where things he jump out it. at him, and he can do it. And he he just is unbelievable. Yeah, I yeah. just got to get it to him. Yeah, we'll be right back. Rick and Bubba. Rick and Bubba. Rick and Bubba's in Ohio. Rick and Bubba. Rick and Bubba. Pass the gravy, please. Rick and Bubba. Rick and Bubba. Ooh, it brings me to my knees. Twenty-one minutes past the hour of the Rick and Bubba I can't show. Start 866-WE-BE-BIG is our number. Thank you for being with us. We'll get to more of your phone calls coming up here in a bit. Um, and I meant to tell uh, tell Adler about this in the break, so I apologize that I didn't. We got talking about something else. Uh, but this, uh, you know, we have a, a, an ongoing relationship with KFC um, that is, I mean, when I think back to being a, a little boy and just, just if it, if it, it ever if it ever happened, where you looked out in the driveway, of course, the driveway was gravel, and everybody had a carport. No, no one had a garage that you knew except for people with money. And and you didn't know any of those people, really. Uh, but to look up, you know, there was a little thing. You could you could look out your bedroom window and see the driveway, or you could look out the kitchen door, you know, which was a kitchen-den combination, and you could see through the carport what anybody was getting out of their car. Right. And and when I would see the colonel's face <laughs> and them red stripes on a bucket of chicken, <laughs> I just remember thinking, "Joy, th- this day can it get better?" Because you have to remember, we we that grew bucket. up we grew up in a time, and I know this has been said a lot, but it's, it's worth saying again, where your parents cooked every single day. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah, and on special occasions, food was brought yep. in from somewhere else, or you went out to eat. Now we bring in food through drive-thrus and go out to eat every day and cook on special occasions. So it's, it's flipped. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And this is kind of what KFC yeah, is, is thinking about. <clears throat> but I just remember that sheer joy. Do you remember what it looked like? You remember that little top that had on it? We had the little finger holes oh, that yeah. you pulled the top yeah. off. Hey, yeah. you feel that yeah. heat in there? And yeah. down down in there, it's just and it was woo. just warm. It's just so much, like a little oven. There's just so much chicken in there. I know, just so much. It was everywhere. It was a bucket of chicken. It was a bucket of chicken and full it was, of chicken. And it was finger licking good. 
It was. Uh, even though they canceled that slogan because of COVID fears, that can't be true. <laughs> that's not true. Tell me that's not true. Is that is that a Babylon Rick, they, B? They, they were, you making is that trying, a Babylon B? They were <laughs> trying liar, to get out of the fact liar. that it was fried. So you know, you know how well, it is. And I was going to say KFC's had some setbacks, and they'll forget who they are from time to time. Mm-hmm. Uh, like when they tried to do grilled chicken. There, there's no G in the slogan. It's Kentucky Fried Chicken, not Kentucky Grilled Chicken. Right. Uh, we didn't say go to KGC. We said go to KFC. Uh, what about but, when you got it on buffet style oh, in the restaurant? Gosh. Bub and I did. We used to have one of those. When, we, when, when Bub and I first started working together, if we could get a little money together, and Bub would call, let's go let's go to the KFC buffet. I remember thinking, yep. I like this guy, and I hope I do a show with him for years to come. Yeah, yeah. Watch, for watching you go on that buffet – and watching me you right had, there you beside had to get you. there early. Let me tell you, when we, when we hey, when you we, don't be, you don't want to be lagging on that. When when you and I walked Them in, good year workers get over there, man. They go nuts. <laughs> I wipe it out. When you and I walked in there, and because of the time we worked, we were able to beat everybody. Yeah. And yep. somebody came in, and all you saw was our backs mm-hmm. as we were in that line. You knew, you knew they better start cooking some more. Yeah. You know what? Yeah, so stuff yeah. getting real. So I'm 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 really thrilled, and I want to give KFC a pat on the back on this idea. They're bringing back. The buckets from from like 1966 and 1971 that they used to put out for Christmas, and, and it's got those Christmas colors on it. And the Colonel's got his Santa hat on, mm. and and they they've got a, a Christmas decoration with Kentucky Fried Chicken on it. So tender, so tasty, North America's oh. hospitality dish. And and I'm just I'm just I'm happy about Bucket it. Of joy. I, I, I want to I like this. And you know why they say they're doing it for what I just said? They think people need to. Just have something that makes them feel good. Yeah. That's right. Oh yeah. And, and, yeah. and I just, I just, I want to say, well done. And and I can't wait to get a bucket of it can in, I, in can, one of these. Can I tell you what a great Friday night would be growing up when we heard that Dad was bringing in Kentucky Fried Chicken. Golly! Oh, yeah. And he brought that bucket in, and we would eat, and then we'd sit around for a little while, and somebody would say, "Let's go to Baskin Robbins." Oh. oh. And we would pile in. Now they right would be on on, They'd be a mob down there. Oh, yeah. okay. Oh, you have to get and, a number. And that number serving, you you thought you never were going to get up there, and then you'd be nervous because you could you, you thought, man, I got to go because people are waiting. On, I, I, you know, you're oh, ready yeah. to go, but. Man, that was it. Didn't get much better than that. On I know Friday exactly night. where that Baskin Robbins yeah. is. You're oh, talking yeah. about. that numbered oh. flip over up there, right yeah. there on the corner. And you know how many times this happened to us kids of today? You know how many times that happened? I'd get some not, sherbet, not me. Not very often. No. No. So when it would happen, it was, it was special. A special occasion. Oh, yeah. Every now and then, you get a grandparent pull you off for a, a, an extra. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You know, but but if it was your parents, it, it was it was rare. It's uh, you I, realize, I just didn't have any concept that we that yeah. my parents didn't have any money. <laughs> I, I I thought I did, I didn't understand it. I just thought they were doing parental things. It wasn't that they might have even wanted to sometimes, but they just didn't, couldn't. Rick, a vacation. I just thought that's the way parents operated. They limited things to kids. Yeah. Rick, a vacation. Well, a bad thing, really. <laughs> There's a concept. Rick, nice. a vacation is something we did every few years. Right. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Guys, we talked about this before. All They didn't call it spring break. They called it AEA. Right. All that meant was we could have a baseball tournament and not have to worry about homework. <laughs> Nobody it, was going anywhere. You just yeah. played during that week, too, because yeah. it didn't matter. And when I was younger, I went to work with my grandparents. Sure. Yeah. So anyway, where I learned to drive a tractor. There, there's a different kind of hungry. Like you know, for some reason, swimming makes me hungry. Getting on the water makes me hungry. Mm -hmm. I don't know why. There's just a different elevation of hunger coming out of church. It, there's, it's a, it's an elevation. It's just the hunger. It's just like I cannot wait to to eat. And every now and then, my parents would would call. Going to get a family bucket, mm-hmm. some KFC, 
and we'd get that stuff, and we had to smell it in the car because we'd go get yeah. through the drive-thru. Oh, it, that and thing riding to, gun. Oh, you, think, you think little Rick Rick's chubby little oh, hand didn't try to find a way in there? And they had you blocked out pretty good. You couldn't yeah, get in it no. without, without really causing something. Yeah. It's not like a bag now where you reach to get a fry. If you tried to get in that bucket, everybody knew it. <laughs> but, but but let me yeah, tell you this. Listen, this is – Because you get that lid on. I'm reading, this, I'm reading this article, and it is – by the way, apparently that did happen because, you know, Dr. Mark Siegel, the only doctor that seems to have any level-headed view of our COVID crisis – He's written a book called The Politics of Fear and Power of Science. He uh, he actually addresses that KFC did cancel Finger Licking Good because of COVID fears. And he, I he, don't understand. And he that. talks about it in his book. But listen to this. Here's a funny one coming up. So you know that KFC kind of went out to the world. Listen to this, and I think this is hilarious. So I can't say the person's name. It's a Japanese <laughs> businessman. Did you read this? Did you read this? So, Greg, you understand, if you're bringing American food to your country, you want to? You got to sell it. You got to sell it like this is what Americans do. And he says that he confessed that he lied <laughs> on <laughs> national TV. On national TV, when he misled all the Japanese people, telling them that Americans eat fried chicken on Christmas, <laughs> <laughs> the Christmas tradition. And he had to come back saying, oh, "Look, I, I made that up." <laughs> it sounded good. I, 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 he said I was struggling when I first. It was early seventies. He goes, I, "It wasn't catching on, but there, it was cool to do things that Americans do." <laughs> yeah. So he said, "I told him, well, I'll tell you what, for Christmas, I'll." what they do in America is they eat this fried chicken. So it must be really important and really good. <laughs> right. And he said he came back and had to admit how I, got it. I, I made that. Look, I exaggerate a little bit. <laughs> Look, I, that, that's on me. I was just trying to fire everybody up. He says, I still regret that. Mm. Uh, <laughs> but but I, I want to know if it was effective. So anyway, let me say this. KFC, y'all have done some things wrong, and you forget who you are sometimes. But this one right here, I'm going to give you a pat on the back. Oh, yeah. Yep. Bring, bring, bring him back to festive buckets. Um, I'm all about that, and you will get a bucket sold to me for doing that. How do you <laughs> feel about this revolving, uh, ever-changing kernel? That they've had. I don't like that. That's it's confusing. I don't. Like I, it. I don't mind. It's not a funny comedy. to me. I don't mind a little comedy in it, but I I don't like them constantly changing. I just said it. There. I don't that's, either. That's but right, I would like to see Glenn Beck yeah, try oh my one time. I, was I didn't just like about to say that. I, mean, he I don't exactly like him talking like so much either. I don't. I like Colonel. Don't talk a lot. I liked originally. it better when he just walked out, and made you feel good about it. Yeah, like he was overseeing the operation. Yeah, now he's zany. He's been too zany. I don't like what they've done with the Colonel. No, I don't. Wash up. <laughs> yeah. See, I like now seeing the traditional colonel in Christmas colors with a Santa hat on. Uh, I, I like that. Yeah. I, I'm not. I'm not a huge fan of the revolving colonels. Now, bottom of the hour, we'll be back. Rick and Bubba. Rick and Bubba. This is Jewel, and like every other red-blooded American girl, I love the Rick and Bubba Show. 35 minutes past the hour. Thank you for being with us. Our 27th birthday coming up in January of 2021. 27 years of Rick and Bubba. And thank all of you for making that happen. Uh, MyPillow.com, how would you like right now to get a premium MyPillow that originally was $69.98? Now let's just call it uh, seventy bucks, and now you can get it for thirty bucks, twenty nine ninety eight. That's substantial savings, and and you can do that right now. And this offer uh, is going to be extended through March first uh, of twenty twenty one. So if you're looking to do my pillows for Christmas, uh, you can get them uh, at at about forty bucks off. So so go now to radio listeners uh, there at mypillow.com. 
You'll click on that square, and then you'll we'll put in the code Bubba, and you can buy the My Pillow at that price. Uh, and then there's other savings there too, but I want to make you aware of that one. You also can get some savings on the Giza Dream bed sheets, uh, the mattress topper, the towel sets, and on and on. But MyPillow.com radio listeners take the code Bubba right now. Originally a seventy dollar premium My Pillow, you can get now for thirty bucks. Uh, and I mean, they say sixty nine ninety eight and twenty nine ninety eight, but that's that's what it boils down to. That's easy to figure in your head. I'm gonna say forty bucks. Mm-hmm. So uh, so there you go. All right, as uh, as we come back, but it seems like Bubba, I don't know why. Uh, Speedy makes sure that you and I are handed any story at any time on any day that involves weight loss yes. or, or yeah. fat people being unhealthy. It's a big story, right. guys, in the news. <laughs> in the news. Have you ever noticed though? And we're finding this a lot that it, people who even embrace being heavy. There comes a time they get tired of it. <laughs> I know I did. I, I got tired of it. Yeah. I got tired of it. Yeah. <laughs> hey, look at me, the funny guy. Oh, funny I, fat guy. Hey, 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 wait a minute. I'm dying. Okay. All right. uh, so uh, you, um, you, we have now, uh, you know, we had Adele lose all the weight. Now it looks like Rebel Wilson. Yeah, Fat Amy. Fat Amy will now be uh-huh. medium-sized Amy. Well, she maybe just, if you play just, a character called Fat Amy, that's yeah. the motivation. Yeah, yeah right. <laughs> maybe you're just chubby Amy now. Right, right. Yeah, you're, you're big bone, somewhat, Amy. Somewhat fit, Amy. <laughs> <laughs> well, like I said, somebody say, "Hey, hey, Rick, looks like you you getting skinny." Nah, just less fat. <laughs> yeah, I don't think skinny's ever gonna ever get there. Uh, there's certain there's a, I can only be so lean. I, I, I do the best I can. Well, you can tell that she's lost weight. It says she's lost forty pounds now. We keep getting these stories where some of them will say forty stones and some of them say forty pounds. Yeah, that stone. Is a, but yeah. a, like a, a, is a stone or four pounds? That. I think. How much is a stone? I think it's three or four pounds. Mm-hmm. Well, she was I large and in charge there on the left. Yeah, yeah. Y'all saw. And, yeah, and, and apparently it didn't have a mirror at the time because you know you can but dress it Rick, down. We, you can we, dress it down. We talk about this. <laughs> you can all dress it down. We talk about this all the time when you're an actor or an actress that's so oh, funny 14. and got weight yeah. on you. When you lose weight, are you less funny? Mm-hmm. 14 pounds mm-hmm. in a stone. Mm-hmm. What? Yeah, so if yeah. you lose two stones, you've lost 28 pounds. Yeah. Well, she didn't lose 14 sto- 40 stones, did she? Y- you see some of the stories they refer to. I don't know if they're There'd just, be nothing left if it's just sloppy, yeah, that can't be right. sloppy journalism or what. Yeah, this says revealing be that, no she, more, Amy. that she mm-hmm. lost yeah. around – 40 pounds, meaning we've done the math for you. Right. This you stone go. thing is going to equal yeah. about Most 40 Most of the Adele stories you see say 40 stones. I don't know why they've always quoted hers in stones. Well, now, she may have lost 40 stones because she right. may have lost more weight than yeah. Rebel Wilson. I think she did. Yeah. I think Not, she did. But you said it's one I'd stone like to is look, 14. I'd like to lose a stone. 14, 14 pounds. I'd what like to lose be? a stone. That'd mm-hmm. be a lot, wouldn't it? Yeah. Guys, mm-hmm. that's Y'all not possible. Well, she's eating a lot of calories a day. She was eating three thousand calories yeah, a day. There's no way that could be right. That's not no, possible. No, that's not possible. She didn't lose. She didn't lose five hundred sixty pounds. Yeah, I mean, yeah. she was a little big. But I'm not, <laughs> she wasn't yeah. that big. No, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, yeah. that can't be right. But but, but we're going to. Come to on, fat, that can't but, be right. but Fat Amy says she's lost about forty pounds, and she said she's changed to eating a high protein diet. Which is challenging because I used used to not eat a lot of meat. That's her apologizing to people where they sure. call her evil yeah. for eating meat. She says I ate uh, fish, and she puts salmon and fish. Isn't salmon a fish? <laughs> well, most states, <laughs> right? Yeah. Let's just say she eats a lot of chicken and fish. Yeah. Uh, and uh, and she's she's doing better. She'll eat a steak. And, and chicken breast. She'll eat a steak. 
what she says. She's she just not fish, yeah, I just said fish, I just said fish and chicken. So okay. I just yeah. When you first said that, I didn't say that extra word there. It scared you. Uh, well, I wasn't sure what was going on. I didn't. The, the, um, it also uh, chicken breast. I, I thought, uh, and she we said, know "You like chicken, Greg?" We she says it, it doesn't it. mean that every week's a healthy week. Some some are just right off. You're right. You 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 have your fun days, just but you just don't turn that into a lifestyle yeah. anymore. Yeah, you got to have fewer of those and more of the days you're you're disciplined. She was saying three thousand calories a day. Was mm. Old Amy. Oh, we get that, that in breakfast. That's that's easy to do. Oh, ain't nothing too real easy. Hey, I, I, kinda, I mean, I got I got to ride with both foot on the brake to hold it at fifteen hundred. You know, I mean that's that's tough. That's tough. Or, do you hold it to fifteen hundred? Well, that's what I did when I lost. No, one. you're right. Yeah, me too. I'm a, I did something. <laughs> I, I think I'm say. I'm sliding through that now. I think. Yeah. I was about mm-hmm. to say so you yeah. off that brake. I was about, I was about to say <laughs> brake pads are safe right now. Yeah, yeah. It's, <laughs> it's yeah, tough. They, I mean, it's tough. You got to just oh, watch every oh, every bite. Yeah. You know? You're talking about intentional living. Ooh, yeah. that's How, tough. Ew, what do y'all think awful. the most calories is y'all y'all taking in in one day? Oh, oh there's no. I bet it'd be a world record. There's no telling. If I'm on, yeah. I don't. I don't want to see that summary. Five. Wow. I really don't. know. You think? I don't know. Uh, we I'm used to. Have, we used to have a dessert that was three thousand calories. Say right there. Yeah. Until it killed a man. <laughs> yeah, and it, it did. And they took it off the menu. Look, I'm no health nut, but that's going but a little far. But then they brought it back. <laughs> you know, that's yeah. going a little far. <laughs> Greg, it was called the fudge, fudge nut fantasy, the yeah. dessert that killed a man. Yeah. Well, it was a fantasy. Oh, it was. All right, when the else. golden ticket seats were open, on average, what what how many calorie intake do you think we had a day in here? And each. Dreamland. You talk about back when I, back when, I, mean, back they when were I bringing food. Back when I wasn't watching it, yeah, I just eat whatever yeah. they brought. Oh, just whatever. Oh, there's, there's no tell. There's everything. No tell. Oh, there's some days that number would scare us. I bet. Oh, there's yeah. no tell. Oh, 3,000 calories was just the starting oh, line. Oh, that was probably. an hour, too. We had yeah. that early. For breakfast. Yeah. Yep. Yeah, that's, that's no doubt. I mean, I wish the golden ticket seats were here, but it's, it's helped us lose weight. Did it has. Well, if you'll adjust here, you'll see a difference. If you'll just hear. Right. See, my problem is not here. See, I have an issue at home. I don't have a problem here. Yeah, here, and that's why I don't. Yeah, here I've got now where I, I basically do the same thing every day, so now here is not yeah. the issue. Yeah. But in the my old kids days, are my issue. In, Junk eaters. Oh, yeah. In, in the old days. Well, you remember this thing, and that's, I can't that's the down. problem when you have little kids mm-hmm. at the house is trying to do better. This is one thing you cannot argue. <laughs> you, you cannot eat something that's not there. You know, so if it's not there, oh, I know. You know, Rick. You know, when I see peanut M and M's, though, it's almost like they talk to me. Yeah, you know, Mm -hmm. it's like you don't think that box of fruity pebbles talks to me when Braden's got it out. You've done good today. What what would a couple hurt? You know, and then you know what they (laughs) say. You know what they say to you? Just put put a couple in your mouth, get the taste of it, and you'll be all right. And then before you know it, you're back with a hand. Do you picture them like you do the commercial? Talking no, no, it's it's more like the scene out of another. movie. Do you talk back to them? You know what they talk back to them? You know what they say? Talk to me and tell me to not listen to them. (laughs) You know what they say to you? We're somewhat healthy snack. (laughs) There's a peanut in there. Right. That's a somewhat healthy snack. Of course, we have to also find some proof that peanuts are good for us. I know. But I mean, Rick, they're heart healthy according to the bottle they come in. Yeah, of course. But back to your point, Hansel. That's why it's somewhat healthy. Here used to be. That old cashew's not good for you. Because we would eat and then we had more stuff being brought in. Well, now that the more stuff being brought in is gone, then now you only have so much. Here. You know, well, it goes I'll back to I can't. So, I can't so here eat. is better. Yeah, I can't for, eat something that's not here. Right. Yeah, I don't know yeah. how long it's been since <laughs> I, you, I had me a handful of goat drop cookies. Golly, yeah, I know. Mm, I, I would take what they brought here. I didn't. It was an issue for me here. It was because yeah. now that I'm thinking about it, the stuff that they would bring here, I'd take home. Yeah, with. That's when you eat. Yeah. 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 Guys, I'm home became a problem because I'm here. <laughs> this time of year, we would get so many cookies, and oh, yeah. brownies, oh, sausage oh, balls. Oh. Come on. 
holiday snacks. What about mm. sausage balls? Oh. About, what about I like them? Let me just holiday treat. Let me tell you something. Remember we yeah. were singing that. Also there's, happy. Uh, there's a lot of jumping things. around here like a squirrel. <laughs> yeah, you go, you go, huh? you go through your your life, and there's things you've adjusted, <laughs> and there's things that just own you. You know, like a picture that owns you can't hit that picture. Mm-hmm. I sausage balls and cornbread own me. Yeah, cornbreads mm-hmm. funny. What I have to do is just don't be around ain't them. Ain't nothing better than good old cornbread because they own me. <sighs> You know I, mean? it's, it's, I blame mom. She cooked cornbread every day when we were growing up. If if sausage balls and cornbread were heroin, I would never get out of rehab. You're right. Same I mean, for I, me with goat drop cookies. It's just like so. I just don't. So I just don't get around. It. You know, goat drop cookies. I just <laughs> don't get around. Haystacks. Oh Try my to gosh. The best you can. My, my, haystacks that people make at Christmas. My mom used to oh, make. Yeah. Oh my god! I love all that stuff. See, what are we doing to ourselves? I know. Right now? And a move mm-hmm. to save my life because you know my wife. I'd almost agreed to take years off just to have a big old plate of them. <laughs> <laughs> Listen, it was it's so funny, Bubba, because Sherry got to where she thought, well, I know how much you love your mama's cornbread, and it's a shame that your own wife doesn't fix it for you. So she got mom's recipe, and she got on a kick where she was saying, almost like I went back to childhood, that she was making cornbread every day. Iron skillet. And then at one point, she realized I'm killing my husband. Yeah, Boy, look, because as long as it's here, baby, mm-hmm. if it's here, yeah. So she said, "All right, I, I got to get back to the point where I just make it every blue moon." <laughs> yeah. If you if you make it, you know, there that look, just, you're uh-huh. dying anyway. I know. I know. <laughs> yeah. Exactly. All right. So Ryan Gre- Greenwood made a really good point here. He said, "In the Rick and Bubba world." Staying the same weight with all the food that comes in and out of here and the way everybody eats is like losing weight in the real world. You're right. That's a great If you thing. can somewhat You're maintain. Hold, hold the line. Yeah. No, we're you, holding it. If you don't increase here, it out, outside here is like losing weight. <laughs> yeah. And usually this time of the year, we, we all just go, hey, let's just eat. And then them not being here, we actually may be skinnier through the holidays than we've ever been. <laughs> Greg, can you eat food that's not available to you? No, you can't. Greg, I've tried, though. It doesn't work. It doesn't fill you up. <laughs> I dream about it. We'll be back. More Rick and Bubba next. Rick and Bubba, Rick and Bubba. Harry <laughs> Murdahl, take your seat, please. Phone troll time is ready to go. Long distance, directly assistance, Eric Pope. 30 seconds of pop, the largest number of people in the program, the shortest amount of time. And uh, Harry Murdahl is there. And you can get in, talk about whatever you want to. There's 10 lines available, so on the phone troll, easy to get in. And then even if you're in line and you're thinking, well, what if I'm what if I'm number 10? What if I'm number 9? Well, because of this buzzer, we start moving through them quickly, so you will not be in line very long. We did announce today, we've been talking about all kinds of different gift ideas coming up from the Rick and Bubba store, which you can click on, but also uh, themanchurch.com gift ideas there. If you would like to pre-order a copy of the latest 40-day devotional, How to Be a Man, Discovering What It Means to Be a Disciple, this is the third uh, of the 40-day devotionals from the How to Be a Man series. This is the third and final that will uh, wrap up the trilogy, and this one takes on eight different characteristics that are found under the definition or answers the definition, what does it mean to be a disciple? Uh, Andy Blanks and I uh, wrote this uh, devotional along with a, another team of some great writers that you will see. Uh, and if you'd like to get that as a gift, you can go right now to rickandbubba.com under show notes. Uh, you'll see uh, the URL that you are to click on, how to be a man presale.com, how to be a man presale.com, and you'll get a card telling the person that they will have that devotional coming coming to them in January, and all of those done on the pre-order will be autographed. So if you want to, I'll sign those to the men on your Christmas list. And, uh, you know, this is a, this whole trilogy is has been really, really 
a lot of fruit from it. And this is the other one of the, another one of those questions. We hear about disciples all the time. Discipleship, make disciples. What does it mean? What does that look like? What does the Bible say about that? And we unpack that over a forty day journey in the latest in the How to Be a Man series. Let's start with Todd in Birmingham, Alabama, on one zero four seven WZZK. Trolling, trolling, trolling. Keep them phones a trolling. Here we come, phone trolling, phone troll. Todd, go ahead. Thirty seconds. Hey guys, listen. It's almost not not right for for you guys to talk about KFC at eight thirty in the morning because I've got to wait three hours now before I can get it. And I grew up in the same area y'all did, where where when my mom and dad brought that home, I was like, "What in the world did I do to deserve KFC?" But restaurants <laughs> need to get y'all to endorse them because y'all. Uh, I, I mean, I, y'all make me. I, y'all were talking about chicken on the best of. I had fried chicken, so. Oh my goodness! Mm. Yeah, man. I know, I know. it's talking tough. about it's cruel. I know. Cindy in the great state of Alabama. Cindy, thirty seconds. Go ahead. My husband and I were walking through Walmart, and we look over and we see KFC fragrant fire logs. Oh yeah, yeah. <laughs> I saw, so it I saw smells an like now. cooking you, chicken. You yes. gotta be kidding. Yes, yeah. you put it on the fire. And it, I mean, it smells just like KFC. We bought two. Yeah. Smells like a bucket of chicken. I saw that article about it. Good. Yeah. No, Greg, so that's real. That's real. Mm. I can't figure fire and chicken smell. Uh-oh. That's weird. Yeah. The problem is, is when you do these things, uh, does it really smell like that? Yeah, Remember like that I, bacon T-shirt oh, we had that we and kept it was stuck up the office? Yeah. It never smelled like bacon. No, you're right. Yeah, some things like just don't really smell like what they say they're yeah. going to smell yeah, like. Yeah, that's true. Joe in Illinois. Joe, 30 seconds. Go ahead. Hey, guys. Bubba, I feel your pain with them peanut M&M's. Yeah, yeah. Mm. Except mine's Twizzlers. The wife will bring home a bag, and it could have five in it. It could be two pounds. Ugh. I got to sit down and eat the whole thing at once. Buddy, never, don't, never don't give in to Twizzler. <laughs> I mean, you'll never have to uh, push me back oh. and go, Greg, stay out of my Twizzlers. Yeah, I mean, if, 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 if you've, got a, if you've got a Milky Way problem, we can follow that. But Twizzlers? <laughs> Twizzlers. Uh, yeah. What, what is it man. about Twizzlers that people like? Really, I like eating. Well, wax. I just—I never got them as a kid. Yeah, no, I'm not I, a licorice. You know, if I'm I can, looking, I can eat it, but I don't want to. When you're when it. you're someone who struggles with the chubby, chub, chub, chubby, you're not going to waste calories on just anything. It ain't gonna be it's got to be worth it. In a, twi- uh, in a Twizzler, Twizzler is to me not, and for him, I understand, I but it's like just not corn. the same. Are my taste buds off? Like for M&M's. because people talk about how much they love them, and I put it, and it's like eating a straw. I've had it. I'm just not a licorice <laughs> person. I don't want no licorice. I feel like when I eat a Twizzler, somebody I'm punished. Yeah, you better eat that. What yeah. about a licorice rope? You remember you buy the whole rope? Yeah, yeah. Ugh. I tell you what, I can't do without English peas. I mean, come on. <laughs> yeah. Come on. Uh, let's go to West in Alabama. West, thirty seconds. Come on. Hey guys, um, I I don't know if y'all have eaten at a KFC recently, but for me, obviously think about the fried chicken, but I also think about the potato wedges, and they took them away. So like, what do y'all feel about that? Not a big wedge guy. <laughs> oh, I like a good. Not a big wedge guy. To me, as long, as long as the mashed potatoes and gravy oh. are there. Yeah, I, I like mashed potatoes. I like theirs is actually kind of an instant potato. Yeah, which I like better than the, the which is regular weird. potatoes. Yeah, but well, they are. Better. It's one of those things where cheap mashed potatoes are better than. Yeah, the yeah, I, I, I liked everything like that. Uh, yeah, stuff but, that was actually good. I was like, but, <laughs> now I don't mind. I don't mind somebody going going up like you're at the deli, 
at the grocery store, and there's some big old hobo potatoes over there. <laughs> oh, Rick, I love a good hobo potato. But I don't like a, I don't like a little bag of little mini potato wedges. I don't oh, like right waffle there. fries. Don't like waffle fries. I don't like waffle fries. But I, don't I don't like, like the meat. I like don't the like meat. don't like the uh, fries yeah. with the uh, that have a, a a breading on them. Crinkle. I'll tell you who's got spicy good. fries. See, oh, I, I like do spi- like waffle fries. I love spicy because you can get the ketchup to hold better. The good little hobo, the miniature ones is a BW. Man, they do have a good. They do have a good one. <laughs> DD also in Illinois right now. DD, go ahead. Okay, changing the subject. Last Tuesday, I saw a rainbow in the northern skies. I'm 78 years old. I've never seen that before. Have any of you guys ever seen a rainbow in the northern sky? And this is in the afternoon, rain between one o'clock and two o'clock. In the northern uh, sky. DD, let me ask you this: Doesn't it just depend where the rain is? No, I think it's. It was. It was. There was no storm clouds. It was a white cloud. Mm. I don't know if I have. No, I paid I, attention which sky I was looking at. I, I will say this: either. every we get a rainbow a lot at our house. It's always in the same area. It's not north, so she may be on to something. I tell you the time Maybe that she I, was turned around and she wasn't looking north. <laughs> Do you know? Not long ago, I saw my first. I saw my first ever tree. You saw, you know, not too long ago, I saw my first ever double. You don't see a double. Oh, oh yeah. Yeah, yeah, every now and then in the summer, usually is when you Bubba, when I, when I look out and I can see that area towards your house, yeah. you get a rainbow out there every once in a while. Yeah, so it, if ends, you're looking right, back, it ends right at my see. house. Yeah. I don't know if you knew that. Yeah, yeah. yeah. a pot of gold. <laughs> <laughs> but Whoever no, I've never. That's such a good one. I don't know. No, I've never. Whoever I, made that I've up, never noticed what direction I was looking. I haven't either. To uh, now that I think about it, I think I've you seen know about what? four of them in the north. You know what? Ready? I'm going to pay attention which direction I'm looking when I see a rainbow in the future. Annette, go ahead, 30 seconds. Yeah. How about it? Uh, just talking about, you talking about Baskin Robbins, but in the Aniston area, when I was growing up, it was Tip Top Creamery. Mm. And we'd go there as a kid after playing hide and go seat. And oh, the ice cream, you could sit it in your lap, and it was stacked so high you could lick it without holding it up. Oh. <laughs> the worst thing. Worst thing, you took your first lick, and all of it came rolling in your lap. Oh, what yeah. Like they didn't put it down in there good. The parents just grabbed up, put it back in the cone. Well, yeah. but, the do- but the dogs were thankful. Yeah. I, I want to tell you, whoever came up with the marshmallow and the little chocolate in the bottom of the waffle cone to keep it from leaking, that was that was breakthrough technology right there. Was. I like a good that waffle cone. That was good cone. stuff. How about a dip waffle cone? Ooh. Do you just like the name Tip Top Creamy Creamery? Yeah, I know exactly where it's at. It was closed down yeah. before we rolled up. I know. Yeah. I know exactly where the it was. The sign was still there. Mm-hmm. Top of the hour. Rick and Bubba, Rick and Bubba. Radio's Dream Team. Rick Burgess. Bill Bubba Bussey. Calvin Speedy Wilbur, The Real Greg Burgess, Helmsy, and Eddie Van Adler. 6 minutes past the hour from the Broadcast Plaza Teleport. Another hour of the Rick and Bubba show. Thank you for being with us. Much to do going forward on the program today and we hope you'll join us. Get some of your phone calls coming up here momentarily. Uh, we'll bring up some more topics. Welcome back for a brand new hour. There's Bill Bubba Bussy. Rick, glad to be here and thank all of you for being part of the Rick and Bubba Show. Oh, some more signs. Yep, yep, more signs. More signs. 
as a known scientist, it was a bit surprising if the girl blinded me. Is this, is this COVID stuff? Well, Rick, it actually goes a little beyond that. Really? But there is some of that. You can give me a little bit of that. So what's going on? So, Rick, you know, we had the uh, Moderna announcement this week. We had Pfizer last week uh, saying that they have new mRNA platforms uh, to make a COVID-19 vaccine. And we talked a little bit about this mRNH platform. Now, this is where they will actually send a generic a genetic code in, and then your cells will actually make the antibodies, if you will. So your immune system will attack those and it will be looking for the same thing, which is the, uh, the, the shell, if you will, of the uh, coronavirus. But this technology we, it was something that was, it was, it's been around, the idea's been around, but they haven't been able to actually move it forward because it is very complicated. But because of COVID and the money uh, put into it, they have been able to uh, fully explore this, and they're saying that this technology could be used to treat all types of diseases, viruses, cancers, and even diseased human cells in the future. As a matter of fact, they say that the COVID-19 is a proof of concept, hmm. and as the platform appears to work, we'll know more uh, later on as that vaccine rolls out. We'll know how good it works. That's right. They said it could be tweaked to prevent or treat other diseases. As a matter of fact, Moderna is already testing an mRNA vaccine for ovarian cancer and a form of heart disease, while the German uh, side of Pfizer is testing one for melanoma. So this this technology of being able to literally write a, a genetic code to attack certain cells could have, I mean, it could be a real game changer in the medical community if it works, if it pans out. In theory, it's kind of like a lot of other great theories we've had that we just, it took time to, to get it done, like going to the moon. I mean, man has looked up at the moon since the beginning of time and wondered what it was, what it was like. Well, we've, we've been there, we've walked, we've come back. It's like splitting the atom, something we couldn't even see. And theory had it that there was great energy stored in splitting an atom, and we've proven that now. So this could be something on that level if it pans out, and that's good news for everybody. It really is. Well, anytime we start researching for one thing, we hopefully can find things that may help a lot of things. Yep, yep. And uh, with them being able to do this, I mean, they could – I mean, there's really no limit to what you could do with this if if everybody responds to it. And we hope there's no negative responses to well, well yeah and th- th- you know like i've been told by many who work in the pharmaceutical world they say we, we do the best we can on trials and and we we try to get everything we can uh out of that and we have that going on now but then there's the big release yeah to, you, to, to the entire population and they said then you, you then there's the cone of silence yeah, you just hold and, your and you're, you're waiting to see what happens out there because human beings are very unique in their design and and we're very much individuals and our genetic codes and makeups. Um, yeah. So you can get an idea of how it affects human beings and trials in general, but then when you get in the mass population, then you then then that's when you start seeing the side effects and stuff if they are there. Well, you can do like you said a phase three trial on a thousand people and and have all these results, but a thousand people compared to three hundred million, I mean that's nothing. 
you know? No, it's a, it's a drop in the bucket. And you don't know, I mean, like you said, everybody's different. We've got different blood types. Or we obviously, you know, we're all human, but we have, we're put together a little different. So you don't know how it's going to play out. But with this, and hopefully this is the beauty of this, once they put it into your body, your body is designing its own antibody. So maybe that's a, maybe that's a step we haven't had before. See, this is what I, I love right now because I love Bubba's energy. Mm-hmm. I, he's hyped about this. Yeah. Yeah, I'm pumped. And this is I'm the kind pumped. of conversation was I was having with Caroline yesterday. What is your generation going to do? Like, what is your next big thing? And we outlined many of the things that he just described. And that's why this election thing frustrates me so much. Right. Because we can tackle this. And all the things in the past we've tackled, but you're telling me I'm supposed to believe that we can't get this election thing dialed in. I know. Think about all the things that had to happen. If they nail this, think about it. And just his optimism alone behind it fires me up. Let's be a country that works on advancement. Yeah. Not going backwards. Instead of tearing down. Right. And we, we're capable of doing it. I mean, we look. And that doesn't mean we're not going <laughs> to fail along the way, but look, let's fail. Think, so we can get it right. Yeah. Think about where we were 100 years ago or 120 years ago. I mean, the Wright brothers had him took off. Thank yet. you. And mm-hmm. how far we've come with that. That's that's incredible. It does feel like we're, we're in some areas that we're like, we just put the brakes on. We need, like you said, we need yeah. to keep going. <laughs> what are we doing? Like, well, I, it's like we're too caught up in uh, a lot of the fussing and fighting yeah. than to move ahead with a goal. Yeah. And you know what brings that on? It, it goes back to a lot of uh, sociology things, uh, you know, the us-they theory. You know, we need, a, yeah. we need a they to make us better, you know? Well, you also have to – sometimes people – Tribal issues and all that. Sometimes, especially when you're dealing with politics, don't ever assume that, some, that, that there are people that benefit – from like the way the voting setup is, there's a lot of people that don't want that fixed. Right, right. You're exactly right. Yeah. So that's that's one of the reasons why yeah. it hadn't been fixed. Is somebody said, "Yeah, let's leave that alone. We yeah. might need we might need those uh, those openings." See that that was one of our my complaints. And I know Rick shares a lot of these too. Like with the accounting business, um, if we simplified our taxes right. and we let these people who are really good with numbers mm-hmm. cut them loose on our retirements, so we really worked on retirement planning. And concentrated on that, but we're we're so hung up in all these pages we have to do income tax, and I know the government needs tax survive. I'm not saying that, but we could certainly simplify it. You know, no, I, I actually. But think- then you couldn't play politics. With well, to your see, point, there's though, the Rick, problem. Those founding fathers that we talk about, and mm-hmm. I'm caught up in watching this show again. I get it, and that's why I keep mentioning John Adams and mm-hmm. Benjamin Franklin and Jefferson and all these get George Washington, that they were in the middle of all this. They had a fight, too. It's not like everybody was sitting around going, man, it's a great idea. There were pessimistic people then, too, and saying, this will never work. What are we doing uniting? Yeah. They they had it. People calling them names. And, of course, we were – a lot of people were dying back then, too, with wars. (laughs) Right. But – well, it got, we managed past it and through it, well, it to got, a better unknown that we had no clue. Well, just like you mentioned, the thing with us trying to find answers with the pandemic, we're trying to find answers with, with voter fraud. Again, you have to go back to these things have to be desired by the people, everybody, to, to be fixed. And I was talking with someone in the medical field uh, this week, and they made a great statement about H1N1 versus COVID. They said, first of all, COVID is – no doubt, you know, uh, more dangerous and and it's more in the pandemic world. H1N1 was problematic, but they said the reason why H1N1 was just a battle that we fought 
with in a different way was H1N1 remained a medical issue. It never became a political issue. And once COVID became a political issue, then the purity of it being a medical issue went away. And that's what's led to the confusion. And, uh, and you know, we, we didn't, we, we never ever during the whole time H1N1 was going on, it never became a political issue. It was just always a medical and a health issue. Well, COVID became a political issue yep. and a medical issue. And so now you have all sorts of agendas tied to it, and it gets harder and harder to, to take it on in a pure way and also to report it and deal with it in a pure way because COVID-19 is as much a political issue as it is a medical issue. And it is a medical issue. I'm not one of these, hey, it's a, a hoax or anything like that. But the reason why it's being treated differently, not it's not just because it's a little, it seems to be a bigger deal than H1N1. H1N1 never became a political issue. And this is this is a political issue as much as a medical issue. Oh, you know what was also a political issue back 1961? Going to space. Yeah, it was. And look what happened two days ago. Yep. yep. It's been 50 years, and we're just now moving forward again. Rick and Bubba, Rick and Bubba. The gravy, please. Rick and Bubba, Rick and Bubba. Ooh, it brings me to my knees. Rick and Bubba, Rick and Bubba. I can't start another. Rick and Bubba, Rick and Bubba. 21 Day minutes past the hour. The Rick and Bubba Show, 866-WE-BE-BIG. Thank you guys for being with us. And more your phone calls coming in. Emily is in the great state of Montana. Emily, welcome to Rick and Bubba. How are you doing today? Hey, how's it going? We're good. We're good. What's on your mind? Well, I'm not sure necessarily why I ended up on air, but I'm happy about it. Um, no, I just called to ask, you know, if there were any affiliate stations in Montana. No, nope. we moved from Al- we moved from Alabama to Montana like a year ago, and we're just really missing y'all. Well, there's a lot of options for you. Montana, there's not one Rick and Bubba affiliate anywhere in Montana. We're we're under we're a little behind our numbers in Montana. But I'll, I'll be honest with you. With the technology today <laughs> to to not have an affiliate is not you, you wish you did because that's the simplest in a way and 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 we love it. All right. But when you don't have an affiliate, now you've got to find other ways. And so we have something called a TuneIn app. If you go to TuneIn, it's free. And you download the, the TuneIn radio app. There's all kinds of programming on there, including the Rick and Bubba show. And you just search Rick and Bubba, and you'll have access, as long as you have cell service and or Wi-Fi, you'll have access to a Rick and Bubba channel 24-7, which includes the live show, but also best of moments until the live show starts again. So that's an option. We also have podcast archives. You could go to the uh, Rick and Bubba podcast channel, and every day the show is archived for you to listen to whenever you want to. Uh, and then you can watch us live or archive on YouTube. So so all, all, all those options are available to you. And if you find a Rick and Bubba affiliate that's also an iHeartRadio uh, affiliate, you know, if they have iHeartRadio, you can find some of our affiliates on iHeartRadio as well. So, okay. So all cool. those, all those yeah, yeah, all those options work for you now. Well, that's really cool. Thanks for talking me through that while I'm stuck in traffic, which is here. You know, traffic is the 200-strong antelope herd. <laughs> <laughs> I love it. I, I love it. it. Enjoy I wish it. I was there watching it. Yes, thank you very much. Appreciate you calling, Emily, and I hope yeah. those things work out so you can be in the loop. Yeah. 
Awesome. Thank you all. See you, bud. Uh, let's go to Todd, Birmingham. Todd, welcome. Go ahead. Hey, is it, is it just me or does anybody else notice when Helmsley gets passionate about something, he starts high-talking? Yeah, you know what I'm saying? A little high pitch. I do that too when I get yeah, when I, I get for a fact, I get yeah, that yeah, for yeah, a fact. Yeah, but the I'll even call myself out. Yeah, Ooh, got high pitch for it, a fact. It, yeah, it really stands out with Helmsy though. When he was talking about some of that stuff earlier, I mean, he was getting on up there. Yeah, he Maybe was. <laughs> yeah, he he was he was getting he was getting he's getting fired up. He gets high pitch and he get and he's and he's just passion. You know what it is? A big old, big old double scoop of passion. <laughs> Y'all ought to be proud of me. I took that phone call. Didn't tell him it was me. And well, you weren't in a high voice. Yeah, you weren't in a high voice. You yeah. didn't recognize it. Yeah. yeah, but you put it. You knew it. You look. Well, you had to hear it. Look, we I all hate to break it to you, but most people when they're passionate, they talk higher than they normally do. Right. Yeah. Sometimes yeah. I do high voice for for effect. I get I, I get high voice when I'm when I'm angry. Yeah. Yeah. They too sometimes. Uh, Colleen, 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 in Southern California. Come on, Callie. Yes. Hi. Good morning. Hey, hey. Colleen. I'm. Hi, I'm in Southern California, but my heart is in Alabama. That's where all my family is. But I come out to visit. I found you guys a year ago when I was out visiting, and uh, I miss me some Zaxby's chicken. You guys talked about KFC. (laughs) I miss Zaxby's. Like I'm like, the closest to me is Texas, and that's an 18-hour drive. Not sure if my husband will be up for that. It's good chicken, but but it ain't that good. Yeah, I can't believe there's no Zaxby's. Surely it's coming to you guys. I mean, they're they're spreading out. So California, Southern California has no Zaxby's? No. We we just barely got Raising Cane um, probably about two years ago. But Zaxby's Sausage, Texas. It doesn't even go to New Mexico, Arizona. It's really... Texas, that's it. That's the closest that, you know thing what? in my head. That may explain their recent vote. It really anyway, may. Yep, there it is. I bet yep. you can't even find. Can you even find fried chicken in in Southern California? KFC, Raising Cane's is about the only thing we have. We don't have. Um, oh, we have Popeyes chicken. Okay. Oh yeah. But that. But Popeyes is better than KFC, so we have to. In Easy. here, around here. Easy. <laughs> I don't know about that. Yeah, <laughs> that is good chicken. But at, least you, but at least you have access. I never heard of raising cane. Is it, is um, it pretty I'd good? I'd like to give it a shot. It is really good, actually. It's um, it's not as good as Axby's, but it's good. It's mostly, it's not um, like whole chicken. It's chicken strips. Okay. I got you. Okay. Yeah. All right. So, well, yeah, well, it's like chicken strips. Well, Colleen, good to have you back in the loop. And how do you hear the show in Southern California? This will help Emily from Montana. How do you get it? You know, I get it on YouTube. I listen to you guys every single day. I've turned some of my friends on to listening to you. I listen to your Bible study. My husband now listens to your Bible study, and I have forwarded it. I'm a youth, I'm a, excuse me, a college ministry director at my church for the college and career kids, and um, I have forwarded your podcast on to some of the, um, the guys and my grown children. So we all are listening to you guys. So you have a huge following in Southern California. So. Well, that's great. Keep spreading the word. And thanks for that those, that, those encouraging words. And good luck Thank on finding you. some Zaxby's. Thanks a lot. <laughs> See you. <laughs> well, if you got KFC, you can't be yeah. in. It's not like you're struggling. You got Popeyes. That's good, chicken. Uh, let's go to Anonymous, Corn like Pop 5050. Go right ahead. Marilyn Advice, go ahead. I have a question that I need some advice on. My husband is working out of town. He's a hardworking outdoorsman. Mm -hmm. And I may or may not have been driving his truck and may or may not 
have had too much truck and may or may not have accidentally ran into his grill, therefore making said grill crash to the ground. Mm. Now, I have mentioned in the past when he was going to be late getting home from work, I have said, how about I go start up the grill and get the meat going? And his response was, what's next? Do you want to go to the hunting land with me, too? Oh, Oh, no. Oh, boy. I, I, have you damaged yeah. the grill so, and the truck in yeah. one giant sweep? Oh, that's what she's saying. <laughs> no, it's fine. The truck is fine. Truck's well, okay. you, you think it's fine? Yeah. Until yeah, he sees see it, something. where he sees fine. the metal from the grill. Like. <sighs> you know, I don't like to encourage. I don't like to encourage this behavior. But you're holding. And first it. off, I didn't say that I did it. I right. said it. Somebody, just, somebody, somebody, did. <laughs> somebody, somebody. Well, this is where you uh, <laughs> you hold all the cards here. I mean, you, you're the wife. It's it's a very very. It's it's an easier position to be in versus being the husband. If he had, you know, broken something of yours, um, you know, so you really, if you'll just, if you'll just, you know how to do this. I mean, just. So do I just go buy a new grill and have it sitting there when he gets home and say, yes. "Look, hun, I I got you a new grill." Say, I've got you a new grill, and I'm really, really fired up about spending some time with you this weekend. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And uh, I've been looking at that old grill. Yeah. You needed a new. You one. needed a new I grill. I want to get that thing out. I of got here. you a new early Christmas present. Yeah. And by the way, I'm excited about you getting to go hunting this weekend. Uh-huh. But before you go, let's you and I have a little date, <laughs> and then you'll be fine. He, he won't care. He really won't. All right. And Bubba, Rick, and Bubba. Rick and Bubba, earning a living off low expectations. 35 minutes past. Rick and Bubba, thanks for being with us. Car Shield. How about old Car Shield? CarShield.com. You said, oh, check engine light, turn on. That'll give you some anxiety. But having Car Shield uh, can take away all of your worries. Here's how they offer a wide range of protection plans. They can save you thousands for a covered repair, and trust us, that means that uh, the check engine light is a lot less scary when it comes on when you're under the car shield. So if you if you know your automobile is out of warranty, uh, no, no matter the age of it, if it's out of warranty, uh, and you would like to get some protection that may help, the car shield may be able to help you. Uh, so go to carshield.com right now. You'll see their protection plans, uh, and there's no long-term contract or, or commitments or anything like that. You don't have to worry about that. Uh, they're very, very flexible on the payments. Uh, they start as low as $99, and if it's a covered repair, let me tell you, you don't have to dread it. Uh, you, it's whatever mechanic that's ASC certified. If it's ASC certified mechanic or dealership, they'll deal directly with them. All you do is get your rental card that doesn't cost you anything because you're under the shield. Uh, and then you use that while your automobile is being repaired. Uh, and then when your automobile is finished, you get it back. And here we go. You also get 24-7 roadside assistance under the car shield. If you'd like to save 10% on the protection plan of your choice, uh, then simply go to carshield.com, enter the code Bubba, and you'll save 10%. You can also call them 1-800-665-2157. Mention Bubba. That'll also save you 10%. There'll be links as well at rickandbubba.com. Under the sponsors button, um, Bob and we Tumpy is like to add to the caller. We had a caller right before the break, and she said that she had gotten into her husband's truck while he was away on business, uh, and and Dally didn't take his truck, 
she backed into his grill and has really damaged the grill. And she's telling, asking us what to do. And we, and she said, should I just go get another grill? Yes. Uh, and then, you know, you just tell him that, you know, you, you're excited about his opportunity to go hunt maybe this weekend. He doesn't have to worry about that. It'd be a good time to go. And then maybe, you know, you and he have say, hey, let's have a, maybe a, a date or something. I uh, just want to tell you that, I'm, you know, just I'm so sorry about that. It was just an accident. Uh, your truck's okay. Now, Bubba's right. She thinks his truck's okay. But he's gonna he's gonna look at his truck and find there's some quarter some sort of nick or something there that she's thinking is not a big deal, uh, that that he's gonna see and say, well, my goodness, I, I see where you hit it right here. Mm-hmm. Um, so Bob is saying he he would like to add to that, uh, helping this this wife that needs our help. Uh, I think she's gonna be fine, but but uh, because she's she's always in a position of power as the wife versus mm-hmm. versus when a husband breaks something or tears something up in your wife's house. Uh, Bob and Wetumpka, go ahead. Yeah, I think she needs to uh, buy a little bit larger and nicer grill. That way, in case she did hit his truck, hurt his truck, it's covered also. Yeah. Well, let me ask you this. Do you think he would want to pick out what grill he's going to get? There, There is some concern there. Because you well, never know. He may be, you know, he may like uh, to have the... You know the sear on the side, or he may you know want this or that. It's different features. You know there are fine points in this. Maybe you just go same yeah. features, newer model. That way you you play it. Yeah, safe. yeah. Take the same exact grill. There you go, mm-hmm. and then maybe get a nicer model just like it. Mm-hmm. Don't go off and get something on your mm-hmm. own. Mm-hmm. But we've all had that uncomfortable feeling where somebody tries to get you something for fishing or hunting, and they mean well, and it's a sweet, sweet thing to do. And then you you kind of look at the brand or the style or whatever, and you, you kind of wish you just got a gift card. You know what I mean? And <laughs> you could have picked it. So you could have gone, and, and because the thought is is just as precious as it gets. Well, but, look at it. It's a if great it, idea. Look at it if it was the other way. Think about this. Let's say the guy tore up a strand of pearls, mm. and they rolled all over the floor. Mm. Would he go and just try to replace pearls? Because those might be a special type. They might have a special mm. clasp mm. on them. Yeah. They might have some sentimental you know, important. I'm. I don't know. I'm just. I'm just asking the question. I'm you just get Mickey Modas. What? <laughs> well, I'm thinking something too. Let's, let's go to something almost even apples and apples. Say, and I don't know if this happened. I mean, it could happen. Maybe your wife has a blender that she really, really likes, and you know she likes to make her shakes and stuff in it, and really, really likes it. And you, you know, maybe you started messing with it, and you, you messed it up. There's really two options on that. You're right. Option one, which is not the right way to go, but it's probably the path of least resistance. You put it back just like it was, and then the next time she makes a shake, you go, "Oh, ooh, you messed it up. That <laughs> thing, that thing didn't sound right. Yeah. What, what did you do to it? Mm-hmm. And uh, you want to just get another one? We could just get another one, and that way you, you're never fully responsible. Mm-hmm. But she still gets another one, but no one ever really knows what happened, mm-hmm. and that's not the best thing. It's the past. Uh, it's the path of least resistance. Mm-hmm. Rick, I think you better just, well, I mean, the right thing to do is just be completely honest and throw yourself on the mercy of the court. It mm-hmm. is. It is. And uh, But now we've you, probably all 
you know, took a shortcut on that one every now and then just for expedience. Well, and you start saying things like you shouldn't say, did I really tear the blender up? <laughs> <laughs> you know, maybe maybe it was okay, and the way she did the second time it was just, really tore it up. Yeah. 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 This is what Betty tells me. I don't know what happened. Yeah, right. Yeah. But it was right here, and it just right. fell into right. pieces. Yeah. <laughs> Reese set me up the other day on, on some key. Uh, one of the keys was all kind of messed up, and he goes, man, my key is all – look, it's kind of bent or whatever. And he handed it to me. All I did was touch it. And he, well, now you broke it. <laughs> you broke the key. Oh, and I'm like, good. I didn't break the key. I just touched it. Yeah, yeah, so now up. you didn't go have to pull on it. You yeah. broke it yeah. now. Son, you set me up like Rick did Greg on all oh, his toys I, growing I did, up. I did that my whole life. Oh, you broke that, that door. Oh, look what you did. <laughs> I, t- I took that door. One. Mom, my best one was that door. I put it right back in the hinge where it lined up perfectly. <laughs> and all it was going to be was the next person that touched it. <laughs> you know what I mean? And Greg grabbed that door to go in the bathroom. Ooh. I said, ooh, you didn't mess that door up. Look what you did. <laughs> Why are you pull it so long? Oh, man, it fell right over. What would you do? <laughs> I think it came out of the hinge. Oh, it's been rough That is with funny. It. Uh, Wes in Spanish Fort. Wes, go ahead. Got three words for that lady that backed into her husband's grill. Big green egg. Mm-hmm. That may not Big be a style, egg. though. Yeah. Like, I'm not a, I'm not an egg guy. I oh, mean, it, it, it takes it. preparation. Yeah, there's yeah, a, lot a lot of, of lot of prep. See, I'm an egg cooker, so a lot it, of prep. It, it's, it's a little different. It's a little different mentality than with the gas. Man, that's good. A lot of prep. Betty's our, Betty's our, Betty's our gas expert. I'm the, I'm the green egg cooker. I mean, I, I just don't think you should mix disciplines. No, I, mean, I agree. You know, I agree. It, it, may, it keeps you better at what you do. Yeah, <laughs> I got a feeling y'all great. eat gas grill more than you do green eggs. Yeah, I, do I just too. got the feeling. Well, <laughs> no, it, it depends what time of year it is, right? Yeah. Mm. I'd say out of three hundred sixty-five, old big green doesn't doesn't come out a lot. Nah, uh, I bet old gas fires a regular. I don't know. I've never really, you know. I'm sure the gas is probably a little bit ahead, but yeah. not a whole lot. How about I? I just tell you straight up, I'm not a big. Hey man, we're gonna smoke something all day. I mean, that's just not really my Rick. thing. It's not my thing. Well, you, I mean, I, your, I, your, your schedule, my yeah. schedule, doesn't really jive with that now. Mm-hmm. At some point, I hope it does jive with my schedule. Now, back you when know? we could tailgate, it sure was nice walking up on somebody's, you know, tent area that they had oh, no, been no, doing no, that no, all day. No, it's like, oh, no, let me no, no. let me have some of that. No, no. Again, that goes back to what I'm saying. Look, I've mastered this. Oh, you it, got a gift. This I know. is this is the thing. <laughs> I'll never have a beach house because I know people who do. I'll never have a lake house because I know people who do. The best is to let somebody else take all the hassle, mm-hmm. and then you just benefit from time to time, about the amount of time you want to do it anyway. Right. And so what I love is others to slow smoke things, and then I just eat it. You know, but for <laughs> me know. to be the guy, I'm out with my chips. And I know some people, you know what it's like? The slow cooking people are the same people that we kind of don't understand. They're kind of like those yard people. You know, there's some people that love taking care of a yard. Oh, I mean, they garden. They love they, gardening. They nice. love it. They 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 don't they, they don't want anybody else to do it because they enjoy the process of doing it. It's not something that they begrudgingly do. Yeah, they they get something out of it, which is great. I think that's good for them. They're mentally but Ill. but but that's not who I am. I mean that that's something. So I don't really. I'm not sure the payoff on the slow smoke. Some people enjoy doing that. I can't wait to smoke something, <laughs> you know, and go out there and get it all up and. Get all my chips and get my fire my and all this tricks, stuff. tricks yeah, to and, the trade. And and I'm gonna start cooking and we're gonna eat in four hours. <laughs> For me, uh, you know, that's not my thing, but I enjoy those who do it. Mm-hmm. You love uh, the benefits of it. I do. Uh, did I lose the guy? I'm sorry, Ham. He had said three was funny, but then I lost him. Three go away. Three went away. Yeah, we lost him. Uh let's go to Lisa and we Tumka. Lisa, go ahead. 
Hey, yes. Uh, long-time listener, first-time caller. Thank you for calling. Yeah, I just wanted to follow up on the lady who lives out in California. Mm-hmm. Feel so sorry for her that she doesn't have a Zaxby's out there. Right. <laughs> uh, but the raisin cane chicken mm-hmm. uh, used to live out in Athens, Georgia, and they had one. And they are like uh, Guthrie's. Oh, yeah. That was a good chicken, good chicken strip. Yeah. The, the, those, yeah no. I've seen like one of those around. There's not a lot of those anymore. Can you believe it didn't make it? How's it not making on the college there's, campus? I think there's one in Gadsden. Yeah, they're not around like they once were. They Delish. Yeah. Simple. Yeah. I mean, that's, it is what it is. You got chicken fingers and fries. That's all you got. I think I was in like a small town one time. And there was no, there was a Hansville, something like that. Uh, but they used to be pretty readily available, so that's what raising cane is. Same same world. There's a lot of lot of chicken finger chicken strip places out there. We'll be back. More Rick and Bubba next. Rick and Bubba. Rick and Bubba. You're listening to the Rick and Bubba Show. Nine minutes to the top of the hour of the Rick and Bubba Show. Thank you for being with us today. Hey, hey. Couple of stories. Bubba, there's controversy. Controversy in the world of hunting in Canada. Uh oh. Bubba, the white spirit moose has been killed in Canada by hunters, and it has sparked outrage in the community. How dare someone take down the spirit moose, which is a white moose. He's albino, I guess. And there he is. And there were pictures of the spirit moose, and somebody said, I tell you what, I'd like to have the spirit moose on my wall. Who took down Whitey? Where was this, in Canada? Canada. Greg and I would like, in Ontario, I'd like to have a freezer full of spirit meat. (laughs) Uh, So a rare white moose was illegally killed. Well, now, illegally, that's that's the catch right there. There's the catch right there, my friend. Uh, Said uh, that they they said uh, there were bodies of two female moose found discarded along a service road in Timmins, Ontario. And when they looked and saw that these two moose had been discarded illegally by hunters, one of them was from the sacred white spirit moose. And um, and they said they're, they're well, not. Why is it a sacred, uh, what's the deal with it? I well, mean, people, we know that's just a genetic. Is there some tribe up there? People just them? love them. The white moose, which is not an albino, so I'm corrected there reportedly gets the rare coloring from a recessive gene. This is how we yep. get the, the black uh, leopards that we call Yeah, it's a recessive on. gene, which means it's a, it's a bad gene. Oh, and here we go. And they right. are legally protected from being poached in the area so under, the 19, under the 1997 Fish and Wildlife Conservation Act. There are signs that warn against killing these animals. And they killed them and just threw them off the side of the road? Is that what it's So, saying? Rick, I'm confused. Is it illegal to hunt these even in a legal environment, or is, is the poaching the illegal part, or is both? I believe in this case that the, that the Fish and Wildlife in 97 said recessive gene moose off limits. We don't want you shooting the white ones. I don't know why, but, but that's, 
But, I mean, because it's a recessive gene, isn't that a defect anyway? Yeah. Aren't those the ones you really would want to get out of there? But I'm, I'm Unless with, you want a white moose. Yeah, I'm with you. I don't know. I wish they wouldn't use the word poach. Because now that makes yeah, me think, I is I this, don't understand. Mm-hmm. Well, yeah. evidently, you're either in an area that you can't hunt. That, and that's what, I'm, that's what I'm trying you to You can't hunt anything there, or there may be, they may have passed a law that you can't kill the white ones. All, I, well, it looks like they did, so let me be clear on my terminology. If, if killing the recessive gene moose is in the Conservation Act of 97 forbidden, am I not called a poacher? If I shoot the white one, yeah. I, I get either on no, either score. On, on any time of year, either one you would be. You would you're be hunting illegal. illegally. By the way, wow! Look at those. That things. is. Look at that. That's a beautiful wow. animal. Look good. Horns on the, are even white. It looked good on the wall. Well, it would. It would. No, it would. I mean, you wouldn't. You wouldn't think you were sharp I, if you had a big old. If white. I was into moose hunting, which I'm. Well, not. I'm not. I'm just saying. But don't you have to have a special permit to hunt like any moose? Yes, but they're saying the white moose is our meese. Uh, is uh, is a different deal. It says Timmins area has more than fifty percent. Uh, I mean, their population is loaded with these white moose, mm. and they are protected. The white ones are. So you can't shoot them by out. Canada's nineteen ninety seven Fish and Wildlife Conservation. Well, Act. there you go. That's it's illegal to shoot one. Period. And, and somebody did, and so this one was a double whammy. You know, because in the a lot of these places where you hunt. And I'm assuming Ontario will be one of them. It is bad, bad, bad form. You have to use the meat. You have to Absolutely. do the whole thing. Yeah. They, the waste. Oh, in Alaska, you yeah. have to use every so, piece of meat off. Of so it. let right. me ask you this: If the if being a white moose is a recessive gene, and you have dominant genes, how do you ever get a white moose to begin with? I don't know. Because the dominant gene, a recessive gene, means it's. I don't it, know. I wish I knew I, <laughs> more about animal genetics. Uh, do you, does it take two white moose to get a white moose, or how does that work? They did say that the other moose that live among the white ones say they, they, they are trying to stop a, a feeling of white moose supremacy. Yeah, <laughs> or, or white it, moose privilege. Yeah, white, white moose. Well, kind of got it if you can they, shoot the others. You can't I started shoot to say, yeah. it, it there's, does, there's white it moose does privilege. have white moose privilege. No question. Mm-hmm. Uh, all right. <laughs> that's, that's what, what is the pearl of moose? It's just moose. See, moose you, you remember, deer, deer, you, moose, you moose. remember Brian Regan made the point that if you see a goose, that's singular. A lot of them is, are geese. Mm-hmm. How can one moose multiples not be meese? Yeah, I know. They well, seem to spell the same. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's a good point. And you remember Brian Regan said, "I don't know why that's not meese." Well, that's that's what Should drives be. me crazy about it. Really. Right, Alec Baldwin. <laughs> no, Alex. Oh, well, Speaking of recessive two, genes, <laughs> there's two Alec Baldwin stories. One is nuts. One may be good for all of us. Well, here's the nuts one. Okay. Mm. Alec Baldwin says that Donald Trump should be buried in a Nazi graveyard with a swastika. That he does that. Has anybody ever talked to Alec about about, yeah. about mm-hmm. the Nazis and what their whole deal was? He doesn't understand. Does now, he? Now look, if you want to call President Trump. Something that you can find something. That's yeah. not it. I mean, it just by definition doesn't fit. If you want to put page strippers on his headstone, something like that, right. you may can have an argument. Right. But, but this, I mean, the, the Nazi thing. Yeah. It, it, the, it's like we don't understand the history of the Nazi. And it's become vogue to call anybody a Nazi now. Yeah. You know, and, and, yeah. and but you really got to think that through. That's a, that's a really big claim. And, mm-hmm. and you can't be someone who's for tyrannical governments and then act like you're anti Nazis. Yeah, I mean, I, I, that, I mean that, there yeah. you go. When yeah, you actually are, that's a contradiction of terms. If anybody. you want big government and everybody turn their guns in, and you you're you're in the wrong. 
And and I know some of them was getting on Tubby because of what he said in one of his interviews about Senator Elect Tuberville. But it, Nazis mm-hmm. is short for National Socialistic Workers Part, part uh, uh, whatever they call it. But it was spelled in the way the Germans spelled it. Yeah, right. By the way, now 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 Tubby did Party. get the three branches of government. Yeah, right? yeah. He, but 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 what he but, but what he said about them the Nazis being socialists. Yeah. Now there it is. Then uh, yeah, thank you for the definition. Yeah. They did ask him about the four three defense. He was all over <laughs> yeah. the National Socialistic German Workers Party. Yep. So if they called themselves socialists and someone said, well, you know, the Nazis were socialists, that'd be correct. Yeah, yes. that, that is. It's in their name. That is by definition correct. <laughs> it's in their name. So was the USSR. Right, right. So now what, yeah. was, what was the positive, Alec Ball? Okay, I saw a story where he and uh, and uh, and Frazier, uh, what's his name? Kelsey Grammer. Kelsey mm-hmm. Grammer uh, are going to team up to do a comedy. Really? I'm well, gonna tell you, Alec Baldwin's hilarious. No, he is funny. He is funny. Oh, yeah, the characters he always plays but that same guy. I, it, it's the same guy, and I think it's him in real life. <laughs> but I got to tell you, when he goes the other way in Thirty Rock, and he's the conservative, <laughs> oh, yeah. and he's a radical conservative. <laughs> that's hilarious. I like when he's, when he's the inappropriate boss that says things you know, he's not politically correct at all. <laughs> <laughs> oh my gosh. And Kelsey Grammer is funny. Yeah, he is. I mean, he is just funny. Yeah, he's funny. He does. Of course, he's a he's more conservative though, isn't he? Yeah, I think so. That, that, that may make for pretty good comedy. They may have a tough time on the set shooting that one. <laughs> <laughs> Fight! Right. <laughs> Top of the hour. Thank you for being with us. Uh, if you leave us right now, Lord willing, we'll catch you tomorrow. Rick and Bubba. Rick and Bubba.